What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. We are back. We are back. It is Thursday, June 2nd, and we are back. I want to welcome everyone into the Baseball Fanatic Podcast, Episode 9. So Monday will be Episode 10 for those of you that can't count past 9, um, which I'm from Alabama, like I told y'all before. There's a lot of us here that can't count past nine. Y'all should be proud of me for me being able to count past nine. My name's Troy. I'll be your host on this journey today, and we have a packed episode today. The calendar has turned over to June, and that means that in today's episode, we have our first edition of the Players of the Month. Got two players, one from each league, two batters, two pitchers, and we're going to discuss those later on in the show. And as usual, we're going to take a look back at the series we highlighted on Monday's episode. We're going to look ahead to a few series we've got coming up this weekend. And it is still Thursday, so we do still have Start Bench DFA today, as well as our episodic player of the episode quiz. Today's is a little easy, I will tell you that now. But we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to take a look back at the midweek series that we looked at on Monday's episode. First one we looked at was the Giants at the Phillies. Gabe Kapler versus Joe Girardi. So I predicted the Giants would take that series two games to one, and wouldn't you know it, I was right. The Giants did, in fact, take that series two games to one. And bad news for the Phillies, Gene Segura got hurt, and he is going to be out for 10 to 12 weeks. That's a long time, ladies and gentlemen, 10 to 12 weeks he is going to be out with his injury. I should have written down what the injury was, but at this very moment, I do not remember what that was. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was right about that one. The other series we looked at was the Padres at the Cardinals. I predicted the Padres would take that series Two games to one, and wouldn't you know it, ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong. As usual, I was wrong. The Cardinals swept that series, and as I've talked about the last couple episodes, Machado's Babbitt being super high, I went in-depth on it on Monday's episode. Um, I've said it was unsustainable. That series might have been the start of his downfall in his Babbitt and him coming back to earth. He went two for 12 in that series against the Cardinals. Um, not saying that's the reason the Padres lost or that he's been the sole reason that the Padres have been winning up to this point in the season, but uh, he could be, he could very well be coming back to earth after the hot streak that he started the season on. And finally, the last series we looked at was the Brewers at the Cubs. I predicted the Brewers would win that series three games to one. And once again, I was wrong. I was close. I was close. I will say that. I was close. They split the series two games apiece. And uh, what I took away from that game, is, or that series, is the Cubs won the final two games of the series, going into a four-game set against another divisional rival in the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, Brewers still lead the uh National League Central, their league has been diminished a little bit, losing the last two games in the Cardinals sweeping the Padres. But um, it's the Brewers. They're good. They got a good pitching. Uh, Brandon Woodruff is on the IL now. 
um, uh, along with Freddie Peralta, who's been on the IL for a week or so. Um, so, you know, that's things to look at with their pitching staff. Um, but they do still have Corbin Burns, reigning, defending, undisputed National League Cy Young Award winner, as well as Josh Hader and Devin Williams at the back end of their bullpen. They still got a really good offense. So, uh, yeah, Brewers should still be okay uh, with Brandon Woodruff out, and he'll be back eventually. But, yeah, next up we're going to take a look at the weekend series that we have to look forward to. First series, it's a biggie. It is a biggie. This series will determine first place, not in the National League West, not in the National League Central, not in the National League East, but this series will determine first place in the National League because we have the number one and number two National League teams by record facing off against each other, and that is the New York Metropolitans at the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. It's a four-game set. They're actually getting started today um, and uh, should be here shortly because, uh, well, it's West Coast, so it'll be a, it'll be a couple hours. Meh. But uh, I do have that series go into a split. I have that go into a 2-2 split. Um, they're, I wouldn't say they're evenly matched. The Dodgers on paper are better, but it's baseball, man. Any team can win on any day. Um, so it's it, it's – predicting baseball series as you've seen over the weeks with me predicting these series and being wrong a lot is it's hard to predict baseball series, especially with the, the Padres at the Cardinals, you know, on paper, the Padres are probably the better team, but the Cardinals swept them. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Um, so I, I do have that series going to a split. Um, it's going to be a fun one to watch pitching, pitching for both sides versus offense for both sides. Both teams are pretty, Pretty well balanced on both sides of the ball, so uh, it's it's it, that's 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 the series to watch this weekend um, for sure. And then uh, honestly, the the three series that uh, we have this weekend are all all going to be really really good. Um, and the next one is the Twins at the Blue Jays. Um, another another series of uh, contenders this time from the American League instead of the National League one from the AL Central, one from the AL East. But um, pitching versus offense, man. Uh, Blue Jays have the better offense. Their pitching isn't as good as the Twins. The Twins, since I just said that, naturally have the better pitching. I have the Blue Jays taking this series two games to one. The Blue Jays are coming in on a massive hot streak. So uh, I do have the Blue Jays taking this series two games to one. And finally, the last series I picked – is a more of a I don't know if you would if it's officially considered considered a rivalry. Um, I don't know if the players themselves consider this a rivalry between the two of them, but since since they both made their way to the major leagues, they have been compared nonstop, and they will probably be compared nonstop for the entirety of their careers and long after that. And they are both first ballot unanimous Hall of Famers. They are both multi-time MVP winners in their respective leagues. They are both just otherworldly talents at the plate. And it's it's. I hope that one of them is healthy. Um, the the day off for his team today 
will hopefully get him rested up. And he also didn't play yesterday, so hopefully those two days off will get him rested up for this series because this this is a an amazing matchup. That uh, if if the other two series weren't between teams that had winning records, uh, you know this prop this this was going to be my marquee series. But then I saw that the Mets and Dodgers were playing this weekend. So I was like, well, can't be my marquee series. And I saw the Twins and the Blue Jays were playing this weekend. I was like, well, can't be my, my featured series. So here we go. You get to be third. And that is none other than Michael Nelson Trout at Bryce Aaron Max Harper. I've got the Angels taking it two games to one. Gene Segura being out 10 to 12 weeks. That's a big hit to the, to the Phillies lineup. Um, whether or not Bryce is even healthy enough to play in this series is going to be a – if he doesn't play, that's a hit to the lineup. Uh, Schwarber still isn't – I mean, he's got the home run numbers, but other than that, he's not hes not hitting the ball other than home runs for the most part. Um, same with Castellanos. Castellanos isn't hitting the ball like he was the past couple of years before he came with Philly, uh, which both those guys can turn it around. The Phillies are going to miss Shohei. Shohei pitched um, against the Yankees, so the Phillies won't see Shohei, but they will see Mike Trout, and they will see Shohei in the lineup. Um, so that'll that'll definitely be another fun one to watch. But like I said, I do have the Angels taking that series two games to one. But that is it for looking ahead to the weekend series, and we will be right back on the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. And we are back. Just a couple things left and time for the marquee feature segment thing of the episode. And that is Players of the Month. This is my first time getting to do this. I could have done it on the first episode of the show, but it was the first episode of the show. I wasn't going to jump right in and do that. So here we are. Eight episodes later on episode nine, and I'll do it now. Why not? Players of the month. Um, As far as I know, the actual players of the month has not come out yet. Um, I could be wrong, and I could have just missed it. I've been very busy today, which is why this episode of the podcast is coming out later than way later than normal. Um, I'm actually recording this. It's it's just past five o'clock central time on the day that the episode comes out. Uh, so if it ha- if the Major League Players of the Month has come out and I missed it, I apologize. I haven't seen it. I wasn't going to go off those anyway. I was going to look at the stats myself and see who I determined to be the Players of the Month, and that's exactly what I did. So first and foremost, leading it off, we're going to start with the batters, and then we're going to go to the pitchers. I'll do both batters, then I'll do both pitchers. The National League Batter of the Month is none other than Paul Goldschmidt. Old Goldie had a phenomenal month. He hit 404, 471, 817. He hit 10 home runs in the month of May and 33 RBI. Wow, he had a great month. He's having a great season so far. He was hitting the ball well in April. Uh, He just didn't hit his first home run of the year until like April 29th, I think it was. Um, And he's just, he's, he's took off from there. Like 
those numbers himself, 404 batting average, 471 on-base percentage. He got on base almost 50% of the time in the month of May and an 817 slugging percentage. That's crazy. That is crazy. He is your National League Baseball Fanatic Podcast Player of the Month. And now for the American League, the American League Baseball Fanatic Podcast Player of the Month. That is a mouthful and half is none other than Boston Red Sox, third baseman, Rafael Devers. Rafi hit 381, 421 on base percentage, a 712 slugging percentage. He hit eight home runs and had 17 RBI. Uh, great month for Rafi. He's he's a great hitter. I mean, there's there's really no more to say than that. He's a great hitter. Um, left side of the plate can pull it down the right field line over there and uh, past Pesky's pole in the corner and just he can. Easily break 30 home runs a year, and uh, Devers is a great hitter, and he is your first American League Baseball Fanatic Podcast Player of the Month. And now for the pitchers. The American League, the inaugural American League Baseball Fanatic Podcast Pitcher of the Month, Texas Ranger Martin Perez. Six starts for Martin. He pitched 42 and a third innings. He had an ERA of .64. His ERA was below one. He gave up less than one earned run over nine innings pitched. What? And he had 33 strikeouts. He's not a strikeout pitcher. He's a he's a ground ball. Put the ball in play and let the let the defense handle it, pitcher. Um. But what a month he had, 42 innings and an ERA under one. That's that's insane. Uh, close runner-up for that would have been Shane McClanahan. Um, he just didn't have the innings, honestly. That was honestly my my deciding factor was Martin Perez had a lower ERA over more innings. Um, so that was the deciding factor for that. Another close race was the National League Baseball Fanatic Podcast Pitcher of the Month. Down to the wire, I went with the guy who has the better track record. Um, the the guy that the guy that I'm giving it to, and the guy that he was closely entrenched with, had a difference in ERA of .01. I went with the greater ERA. Innings was pretty close. Uh, I went with the I went with the guy with the higher ERA by .01. And more strikeouts. And it is Philadelphia Philly, Zach Wheeler. Five starts for Zach, 32 and two-thirds innings, 1.65 ERA, and 40 strikeouts. And the close runner-up was Joe Musgrove. He had a 1.64 ERA. He had less strikeouts, right around the same number of innings pitched. And I think they had the same amount of starts at five apiece. Um, but that is your inaugural Baseball Fanatic podcast, Batters and Pitchers of the Month. To recap, National League Batter of the Month, Paul Goldschmidt. American League Batter of the Month, Rafael Devers. American League Pitcher of the Month, Martin Perez. And National League Pitcher of the Month, Zach Wheeler. So congratulations to those guys. I know that those four will be able to sleep better tonight knowing that they made it on to this podcast because that is just 
everybody in the majors, you know, that's, 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 that's their number one goal is for me to mention them on this podcast. I couldn't even get through that. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that's your uh, inaugural baseball fanatic podcast batters and pitchers of the month. And that brings us to one of my favorite segments. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I like it a lot. And that is start bench DFA. And on today's version of Start Bench DFA, our topics include day games, night games, or double headers. So what would you do if you had to start one, bench one, and DFA one? So me personally, I know what I would do. And that would be, I would start double headers, especially single admission double headers to be Precise, because you'd get to watch two baseball games pretty much back-to-back with like a 30, 45-minute gap in between. You'd get to watch two baseball games for the price of one. Not everybody would do that. Not everybody would watch 18-plus innings of baseball. But I would. That would be my start. I would bench night games because the closest the closest team that uh, that I have, the closest major league team that I have is the Atlanta Braves. And it gets really hot in Atlanta. I don't know if you know this or not, but the, the uh, one of the nicknames for that city is Hot Atlanta, and it gets really, really hot there. And they're an open air baseball stadium, which is a whole nother topic in and of itself. Every baseball stadium should be enclosed. It is 2022. What are we doing, people? We would have no more rainouts. We would have no snowouts. We would have climate-controlled conditions in every baseball park. There would be air conditioning in every baseball park. I wouldn't have to complain about how hot it is in Atlanta because it would be 72 degrees inside the baseball park in and of itself. It gets really hot in Atlanta. I hate going to day games in Atlanta. I also hate going to day games in Atlanta because whenever we go to games in Atlanta, it's usually a day trip. And it's a four-hour drive up there and a four-hour drive back, which means if we go to a day game in Atlanta, we have to leave at like 6 in the morning to get there on time because we also lose an hour because we're going from the central time zone to the eastern time zone. I hate our day trips to Atlanta. Oh, my God, they're exhausting. I love going to see baseball. I love watching baseball. Day trips to Atlanta are exhausting. Next time we go, please, for the love of God, Emily, my loving wife, and Tyler, my best friend, please, for the love of God, next time we go to Atlanta, make it not be a day trip. Make it be like a weekend trip or something. Even if we just see the one game, a weekend trip, please, I'm begging you. I am too old. Too old for day trips. Four-hour drives. So naturally, that leaves DFA, my the day games, because day games are awful. It's really hot, and I would rather watch a day game on TV in the comfort of my own air conditioning. Um, so that's why I would bench night games, because it's not as hot at night. And the sun doesn't beat down on you when you're in the open-air stadium and you get sunburned. I have pictures, ladies and gentlemen. I have pictures of Tyler and I at... I think it was my first baseball game that I ever went to, my first major league baseball game that I ever went to. And we had, uh, they were giving away um, towels was the special giveaway for the day, that day. Um, Braves towels. I'm not a Braves fan. I've told you that a hundred times, but they're the closest team to me. Um, but I got a Braves towel. We Tyler and I wrapped, like, we. I had on a hat. I had the towel under my hat 
to keep the sun off of me because it was so hot. And the sun was just beating down because it was a day game. Um, I think that was the combined Phillies no-hitter. I'm pretty sure the very first game I went to was the combined Phillies no-hitter, and that's the game I'm talking about, was where we had the towels on our heads. And we actually made it on TV. Um, not, like, close up. They didn't zoom in on us or anything. But, like, one of the views from where they were showing whoever it was batting at the time, this was almost 10 years ago, uh, you could see us, you could clear it. Like if you're us, you know, you could point us out, but you can see us in the background. It, it was cool. It was cool to me. Oh, well, that brings us to our random player of the episode quiz. Today's contestant is a Milwaukee Brewers starting pitcher. That just narrowed it down a lot. I did not mean to say starting pitcher, but oh, well, here we go. Um, he is 26 years old in his career. He's pitched in 90 games, 442 innings, 428 strikeouts, a career ERA of 4.07 and a career ERA plus of 101, which means that over his career, he has been 1% better than league average this season. He's made nine starts since I already told you he's a starter. He's gone 50 and two thirds innings. 61 strikeouts, a 2.49 ERA, and a 167 ERA plus, which means this year he has been 67% better than league average. So naturally, most of his ERA plus has come from this year because this so far has been his best season. Brewers pitcher, 26 years old. His name is Eric Lauer. So if you guess Eric Lauer, I'm not going to tell you good job because I narrowed it down to five people for you right off the bat. I'm mistakenly saying starting pitcher. I'm just kidding. Good job. If you guessed Eric Lauer, good job. He's uh, he's having a great year. 2.49 ERA, 167 ERA plus. It's a great year. Good, good year so far. Off to a good year is Eric Lauer. That is going to do it for today's show. Make sure you join us on Monday where we will look back at the amazing weekend series that we have to look forward to. We'll take a look ahead to some of the midweek series we have for us next week, and we will give version five, I think, of the Baseball Fanatic Podcast Power Rankings. And not only will we give version five of the Baseball Fanatic Power Rankings, it will also be Baseball Fanatic Podcast, episode number 10. If you're watching on YouTube, giving you the 10. So yeah, join us on Monday. Make sure to follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. You can find us on YouTube. Search for the Baseball Fanatic Podcast where you can see the video versions of the episodes. You can follow the show on TikTok, Instagram. I've been posting TikToks on uh, on TikTok um, with live reactions to a bunch of happenings in baseball. Just search for the Baseball Fanatic Podcast on that. And Instagram, you can follow the show on Twitter at the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. You can find my writings on Medium. Just go to medium.com, search for Troy Brock. And speaking of that, I have finally decided when I'm going to do my first couple of episodes recapping some of the things that I've written this year. Um, my wife and I, my wife is from Houston, um, and her mom still lives in Houston. Shout out to Jennifer. She is uh, 
probably our most loyal listener of the show. Love you, Jennifer. And we are going to Houston um, in about a week and a half from today. We are going to be going to Houston for a week. So prior to that, um, there will not be regular episodes of the show. I will be recording my recapping about my writings for the days that we will be in Houston when regular episodes would come out. And those will be instead of the regular episodes. Um, I think I'll only be missing two um, regular episodes, a Thursday and a Monday. Um, so there will be two episodes where I recap things that I have written this year about baseball. Um, so yeah, make sure you go to medium.com, search for Troy Brock, and you can get caught up on what I've written so far about baseball. But that is about it. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. Uh, like I said, I'm sorry that it's been so late, uh, or way later than it normally is. Been a busy day, been a busy week. And... Monday should come out, should come out, normal time. But it's been fun. Until then, y'all, what's my, I don't even remember. This has been fun. Y'all been great. I've been Troy. Peace, love, and rock and roll. I'm out. Bye.